0: Welcome to I'm A Talk About It. I'm Alicia E., Empowerment Coach and Ancestral Healer, and I'm here to teach you how to break generational cycles, self-advocate, and ascend to happiness without the guilt of wanting a better life for yourself. You don't have to choose the same path as those before you. You can choose a better way, your way, because if we can each heal ourselves today, we can heal the world tomorrow together. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. We have a very special episode today. Um, it is near and dear to my heart. This topic was also requested by you all. So I am very pleased to be, bring you this episode of Appropriation versus Appreciation. Let's talk creating change. So First, I always like to start with, why am I even bringing up this topic? Why is it even important? So appropriation, if you have the privilege to not know what it is, appropriation happens every single day. And one of my main wishes, or one of the things that I like to do is to help people break cycles like this to help the world find peace, to help create change. But in order to do that, we have to actually be able to follow through on educating ourselves to make better choices, right? And the damage of doing absolutely nothing, it's not just monetary, but it's psychological, it's historical, it's Physical, it's spiritual, and it is so severe, the cost of doing nothing, right? It's more severe than people realize unless you are a member of a marginalized community and experience so many things. I can't even put one word to it, um, unless you experience everything all of the time and are a part of these groups. And it's about time that we start talking about it, not just pointing at people and trying to create change, right? Like actually having conversations and opening our mind to the possibility of change and being open to listening and learning and accepting, right? And... For anybody who hasn't really experienced appropriation, I, I want you to imagine, <laughs> and this is just, just an example, an easy way for me to paint this topic for someone that it may be new to. Imagine having everything about you and everything you own, everything you celebrate, everything that makes you, you, taken away from you stolen away from you. And then it belongs to someone else who then profits off of it or gains from it. And you are left with a damaging after effects and the repercussions of simply showing up as yourself. Repercussions for existing as your most fucking magnificent self, right? Like, I really want you to put yourself in another person's shoes and imagine that, right? And this conversation today is going to be <laughs> a, like, I, I it's like, <laughs> it's a speck in the air, right? Like, I'm touching on this topic and I'm not even, like, barely getting to the surface right because this is this is history right these are some deep wounds this is systemic racism this like there's so much about this topic but I'm going to do my best to make it as understandable as possible because I also feel like it's important to communicate in different ways sometimes and so I'm going to do that but I also just want to everybody to know that even for me this topic is very triggering for myself and I encourage anybody who doesn't know about appropriation and who is looking to change themselves or to do better to learn how to be resourceful and to not rely on marginalized communities to educate them. Like we need to get to a place where marginalized communities are not the (laughs) communities pointing issues out right so I want to do this episode today but I just wanted to share that because I think it also brings awareness to the harm that is caused by racism and appropriation Um, and I know I've had plenty of conversations with people who are not black um mostly white, and, you know, there's a sense of denial that any of this actually happens, right? So whoever is tuning into this, if you are not a part of these other communities, these marginalized communities, I want you to really hear this episode for the sake of other communities, for yourself, for the sake of this world, so that we can also create change right and that's not to say that people within the marginalized communities you know don't do anything wrong but that's just not what we're talking about today <laughs> so let's just jump right in appropriation versus appreciation what exactly is the difference let's start with appreciation right Appreciation is like taking an interest in something, valuing it, having an understanding and respect for said thing or person. Like I want you to think about receiving a gift from someone. Let's say, you know, if you have grandparents or a caretaker, that means a lot to you. And and receiving that gift, you, you understand the context of why they gave it to you. You appreciate its value, right? Like maybe there's love and kindness behind it, generosity, whatever it is, you have an understanding and you're learning also likely why it was given to you. So you might be asking questions. They might be telling you, you know, it's meaningful and there's a sense of a deep connection and appreciation for that item. You respect it. You may even cherish it right and and even think about like employee appreciation day like what do we do on employee appreciation day if you have this or if you don't have this or any sort of appreciation day right we express gratitude we show literal <laughs> appreciation for that person we let them know that we value them there's a sense of respect and honor and dignity in doing it right so there's a very different feeling that comes along with appreciating and appropriation is different right that's about receiving or taking something and then exploiting it for personal gain right so we've all seen everything that's gone on on tiktok um, across social media about cowboy caviar clean girl hair i think that's what it's called um we also experience streetwear, right? The music industry as a whole, food, soul food, like southern food. And it's even in certain TV shows, right? So I can give you a few examples to help you understand how appropriation works. Like aside from social media, where there were people who were taking something from another culture and then trying to claim it as their own and then turn it into a trend that then they gain from, right? So I brought this up on my other episode on Juneteenth where, you know, Walmart was selling ice or ice cream for Juneteenth. It was like a Juneteenth flavored ice cream and they were clearly exploiting it for the holiday to make a profit, right? So there's things like that. And then I also gave the example of how, you know, I've worked at a company before, and with the surge, as we all know, with 90s fashion coming back, there's also a sense of appropriation coming back. Not that it hasn't, not that it went anywhere, but a different sort of appropriation um, that is blatantly showing up in fashion again. Um, and maybe I'm stating this wrong, but. In the situation that I was in, there was a yin and yang symbol printed on something. And we had a conversation about why, and I brought it up, why it was inappropriate to be printing another culture symbol on a material and then trying to sell it and profit it and profit from it, right? And... You know, the conversation was more more or less about like, you know, other people are doing it and yada, 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 but I had to like break it down. So that is like another example. And what worries me the most about 90s, coming back to go on a tiny tangent, is that there was so much like blatant appropriation, not even just in the 90s, but like when you really look back at it, oh my goodness with fashion right like the other day i was literally watching old episodes of charmed and i know like even myself and i know a lot of people get down with that show and i had uh, many moments where i was like how did i never see this before right but that was because i wasn't educated then about what appropriation was The show itself there's a lot of appropriation going on and then there's even like a whole season where i don't know who the set not the set designer but like the clothing person i'm blanking on the name right now um dresses the characters in indigenous clothing like multiple times and so there's things like this that you know, back then we didn't even think about it, right? But now I see it and I'm like, oh no, right? So that's another like example of appropriation. Well, I'm getting my words right today. Yeah. And then another one is you see this sometimes in spiritual stores or yoga shops where they might be selling an item that has a sacred symbol on it or a god or goddess on it or a deity and it's printed but it's like not in a respectful way it's um like for example like sometimes you might see a Hamza on a tank top or you know you might see Ganesh bedazzled on something like you know it's it's <laughs> it's taking something from another culture And literally pasting it onto something else in that situation and then selling it as if that is culturally accepted, you know? So it's really being mindful of this happening because it happens so, 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 so much, right? And then I can't even go down the music industry road. (laughs) I might have to do something with Ashley because like that is a whole nother 50 million episodes to talk about the appropriation in the music industry. But anyways, so let's talk about the effects of appropriation because I, I feel like it's super important to talk about what happens when we do nothing um, because there is a high, high amount of psychological damage. Like it is very, very severe, severe and nothing to be joked about, nothing to be glossed over. It hurts people's mental health, right? It's stressful. Um, These cultural thieveries end up then carrying on for generations when nobody does anything, Right people not giving credit where it's due monetarily or non-monetarily. And all of this contributes to oppression. And I just want to share the definition of oppression because I feel like it gets tossed around a lot and I understand it, but I've talked to plenty of people who don't actually understand what oppression means. And I was flipping around in the Oxford Dictionary and it's Prolonged, cruel, or unjust treatment or control. Mental pressure or distress, right? So it's controlling. It's cruelty. It's mental destruction and distress. And I want you to really understand what I'm saying. And I'm going to read it again. Yeah because I want to ensure that you are hearing me or understanding me when I say that when you do nothing, or encourage appropriation, or do not put in the effort to stop appropriation, you encourage oppression, which is prolonged cruel or unjust treatment or control mental pressure or distress so when you see people on social media specifically marginalized groups treated as insignificant Mm -hmm. trying to speak out against oppression and appropriation you need to not just acknowledge it, but change the behavior immediately. If you are an ally or practice allyship, because it's not an identity, (laughs) you need to support them. If they are speaking out, right? You need to step in and help. If you do not, you contribute to long standing history of racism and oppression. You are also, might I add, then responsible for keeping communities oppressed. So not only do you encourage it, you keep it that way. You are then responsible reinforcing the ideas that racism and oppression are okay. If you have the privilege to ignore it, you are the people who need to say something. And journal about that one, okay? If you have been on the other side of being corrected, as someone who may have appropriated something and you've been corrected by a member of the community or even someone knowledgeable and it's been brought to your attention that you have done something, you have appropriated their culture, another culture, or or I, I don't even know, just you need to refrain from lashing out because that is what we saw on social media, right? The minute people were corrected, it was like, oh no, I'm moving out of the country. I can't be myself. I can't blah, 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 blah. You know, like that's not listening. That's not changing, right? So correct your behavior and reflect on how you can do better instead and understand that it is not the responsibility of that community to educate. So please do not act helpless when you are trying to educate yourself. Be resourceful, right? I would like to think that you can, you can be resourceful. I would like to hope be resourceful. (laughs) And yes, you will likely run into friction when you have appropriated a culture because it is painful, it is hurtful, and extremely upsetting. So, how can we avoid appropriation? I'm just going to say a few things aside from what I've also said. The first one is educate yourself. If you plan on Experiencing different cultures, even if you go to a different country, a different class, if you want to teach something, you need to correctly educate yourself. Correctly educate yourself and ask questions. And ask yourself if you have enough knowledge to understand the items or anything you are trying to appreciate. And do you know its origin story? And ask yourself if you're trying to profit or gain off of another person or community's culture. And that one's a little bit different because you might say, no, I would never, but really would you? Maybe on accident, right? Because it happens. You can even straight out ask yourself if this belongs to you. Like, if it's really hard for you to ask other questions, ask, does this belong to me? Hmm. And are you paying reverence or respect to whatever you are trying to appreciate? Have you gone out of your way to learn how to be respectful? And if someone gives you a cultural gift, ask questions especially if you plan to use it so you can ensure you are respectful and I want you to always give credit where it's due if you know where streetwear came from if you know where bantu knots came from where clean girl hairstyles came from which are not clean girl hairstyles if you know where fake-ass cowboy caviar came from. That's a fake name, right? We all know the truth about that one. (laughs) If you know where it came from, be honest, right? Give the community credit. If you've made a mistake, we've been there. But you have to be able to be willing to correct it and do better. Apologize and then commit again to doing better, right? This is all a part of the healing process so we can create change. And I understand that some of these topics may be new for a lot of people, but the experiences and feelings that these communities have are not new. This has been going on since forever, right? So we need other people to catch up so we can continue to create change and have a safer world. So I also invite you to educate your friends and family, especially children who are the next generation to ensure they also navigate the world in a safe and respectable manner. And on that note, I hope that you now understand the difference between appropriation and appreciation. And again, this was just a small, small blip into the conversation, but I want you to know that it is a very serious topic and it needs to be handled just as such. Okay. So educate yourself, create safe environments so we can all create a better future that is it from me but before i go i want to share with everyone because in just a few weeks my ascend to happiness program starts it is currently on early sale with an early early nice price and i have one spot to support the community for anyone who needs financial assistance I want to make sure this is also accessible. So please let me know if you are interested. I am always open to having conversations. Again, this program teaches you about self-advocacy, self-worth, and self-love. So saying never again to the boss that abuses your time and saying hell yes to putting yourself first. To saying no more to to nine-to-fives, family, and friends, and society who try to decide the outcome of your future. Instead, taking control of your path and embracing your effing magic and self-love. It's like saying the first, I love you, knowing that your children will fall asleep at night, never questioning their worth like you did, right? So I hope that paints a clear picture for what we are going to be doing. There's going to be coaching. We're going to make ascension plans. We're going to talk astrology. We're going to go over herbalism, specifically intuitive herbalism, because that is what I practice Ayurveda that I've learned from a very wise person we're going to improve your sleep we're going to get you spiritually aligned and we're going to have a really beautiful yoga practice along with mindfulness meditations and so 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 much more so if you are open for it, that was a lot of so's let's be real so another one what the heck if you are open to joining please click the link in the show notes and join the early signups or click the link in the bio on my Instagram. You can also check it out on Facebook. I am there as well. And I hope you all have an amazing, amazing day. Thank you again for showing up for yourself, showing up for me. And I hope you found value in this discussion. And I look forward to sharing the rest of the episodes with you. And that is a wrap on this. Hey, if you're ready to ascend to happiness and live the life you've always wanted, join me in my Empowered Living Facebook group for socially conscious healers, witches, and spirituals and sign up to get my free Empowered Five Practices to Ascended Happiness Guide. It's helped others expand their consciousness and soar beyond sight, sound, and imagination in just one day. It's the catalyst you need to embrace your magic and change the world. Just click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the group next time.